Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks. It's a podcast that's educational, and we talk about how to make money, how to keep money, how to invest money, how to do it with the team, and what you're going to realize is money is every day in your life. From the day you walk on the planet to the day you leave, and then every morning you wake up to you go to bed, you're going to deal with money from buying gas, food, paying your rent. There are always money questions and money issues. So this is a podcast that deals with any of those questions and conversations. Today, I'm interviewing Ron Kuhn, and we work together. He's amazing. He helps you get your web conversions happening, helps you with SEO. And uh, if you don't know what that is, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But it's about making money. And how do you get more money made online? I think there's so many myths and so many posturing conversations, Ron, and we'll get into that about how many people say, oh, you can make all this money online. But what I know is very few people do it truly just online. So we're going to get to all that today in our podcast and our interview with Ron. So first of all, Ron, welcome to Laurel's Real Money Talks. Thank you very much, Laurel. I appreciate the opportunity to serve. Absolutely. So first of all, how did you become this SEO and online expert? Talk a little bit about your past and how you arrived here. I think it's always interesting for our listeners to just hear about someone's history a little bit. All right. Thank you. Uh, I started out in the tech world quite a long time ago, well over 20 years. And I used to do what's called managed services. So we would go in, uh, my team and I, we would go in and we would take law firms, Huntington Theater, a whole bunch of different places, hundreds of companies with hundreds of users. And we would make sure that all their computers and servers and everything was working fine for them, right? They would outsource their tech department. That's called managed services. And I had done that for many years. And I had all the certifications from Microsoft and CompTIA and all the ones you need, Security Plus. But about seven to 10 years ago, I started noticing that everything was getting much more powerful and much smaller and everything was going mobile. So at the time I was making 165 an hour, but I was saying to myself, who's going to pay me 165 an hour when they can buy a $400 computer and turn around and, and, and clone the hard drive and then just change out the monitor when something goes wrong. So I, I knew that the world of managed services and break and fix and laptops and desktops was on its way out because it was just going to be cheaper to replace them than to pay somebody to fix them. So uh, about five, seven, ten years ago, I, I switched from doing almost exclusively managed services to also doing online marketing, which encompasses websites, search engine optimization, social media, email marketing, funnels, a whole bunch of different activities. And about seven years ago, I exclusively moved to the SEO, uh, to the online marketing. So, Ron, when you specialized online, I mean, you, you chose SEO and really optimization. So as you kind of selected those other, other you know, modalities and ways to make money, let's just keep it broad for a second. And if you had to name, say, three, five, seven, however many, you can just come up with top of mind. What are the different, like somebody's listening saying, I want to learn to make money online. Clearly you do it in optimization and SEO. What are other ways? I mean, I know people that do it on eBay and do it on Amazon. I mean, what are some other just very high level ways that people could monetize online? 
Well, making money online, you can monetize almost anything. I mean, you have some amazing programs, products, services, and events. I mean, people could do what's called affiliate marketing for you and or others. They could find somebody who has great name recognition, great programs and services, and then they can make a deal with them to promote them and get a commission for everything that goes through their link, right? They would get a link. So affiliate marketing is huge. And But at the end of the day, you could do affiliate marketing, you can do MLMs, uh, you know, you can create funnels, you can be both the person who implements it and the person who puts it out in front of people. But at the end of the day, you can have the best website, the best product, the best service, the best funnels, the best videos. If people can't find you, you don't have really, you have next to nothing, right? You have all these things, but you don't yeah. have the people finding you for their products to utilize your products and services. So that's when I really saw the power of the search engine optimization. So that's when I really realized that even though I and my team can do all those other things as well, at the end of the day, even if you have all those perfectly done, if your search engine optimization, both the on-page and the off-page, is not working efficiently, you're leaving tens of thousands, if not you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table monthly. So getting ranked is obviously the, the most critical part. So, how, I mean, not only how is it important, but how do you do it? I mean, you know, search engines have algorithms. They change them. They modify. They screen. So talk about how, if you're listening, I mean, how does it even happen? Well, you're right. The search engines and the big dog is um, Google. So I'm going to refer to Google, but pretty much every search engine works the same. Search engine, I mean, Google also owns YouTube, right? So they're like the two biggest. Pinterest is huge. People don't realize that, but Pinterest is huge. Amazon is huge too. And I kind of like Amazon too, because when people are searching there, they, they have intent to buy as well. So how do the search engines work? Uh, Google, we believe they have like a, an, they have an algorithm. It's just code. It's not actual people sitting there looking at things. And it's a 200 point algorithm code that takes a whole bunch of different things into account to determine who it's going to pull up in its searches. So there's two things, one who it's going to pull up in the, in the search and, and then who it's going to display long term. Because even if they're pulling you up initially, but then someone's getting onto your site and then leaving quick, that's called a high bounce rate you know, because they're bouncing off your site. So Google will realize that whatever the search term is that they brought you up for is not serving their customer base. And at the end of the day, Google is, is not there for us business owners. It's there for their customers. And it's you know, the better experience they have, the better Google likes whatever you're doing. So one of the biggest ways that you can enhance your likability to the search engines, the first thing is making sure that your on-page SEO is done correctly. If the search engines can't appropriately index you and they don't know what your website and each individual page is about, then they can't fully index you. And if they can't fully index you, they can't fully even consider you in coming up in a person's search. So one of the most important things, I can't tell you how many times that I have had people who have told me that, you know, their website is on the first page. And I'm like, great. So they give me, I says, you know, show me. They will type in the website's name, but uh, at the end of the day, no one's searching for the website's name. They're searching for the product or service or the solution 
that that person is providing. So when the person comes up for their name, I say, great, now what is it you do? And they tell me, and I say, well, okay, type in your service, your solution. And they're on page six. So one of the biggest things you can do is simply make sure you have a sitemap. I can't tell you how many people, when we do, the first thing we do with somebody is what's called a website analysis. And it tells us in the code, in the background, everything that's deficient, that's preventing these search engines from actually indexing them appropriately. And they'll have a sitemap, but they haven't submitted their sitemap to the search engines. It's crazy. Uh, then there's certain things like robotax and other things, but you've got to make sure your on-page SEO is uh, done appropriately. And usually, you know, it's, you know, maybe 700 bucks, you know, if you have a complicated site, right? And, uh, and it's a one-time fix, so it's not complicated. So Ron, talk a little more about what a sitemap is for those that are listening and thinking, well, what is it and how do you put that together? Some people will have a uh, Yoast inside their back end, right? Let's say that they have a, um, a WordPress website. And what the sitemap is basically is it's a, a list of all the pages on your website. And there are three basically primary kinds of sitemaps, right? But the main thing is you just want to make sure you create one. If you have Yoast in the back of your website and it's a free plugin, they will create a website, they will create the sitemap for you, but then you have to submit that to the search engines. Say you have, you know, Google Analytics, you know, you just go into your account and just make sure that you're submitting it. And if you're not, whoever is working for you should do it for you. Interesting. So let's just go back to the basics. We've been talking about it, but give a definition to SEO. It was interesting. I was in a conversation with some actually people that should know it and they're like, what's an SEO? Like it's a thing. So just give a definition to it and uh, not only why they need it, how do they get it? I mean, I what I find is I got to hire people like you to do it because it's so specialized. But talk about it from a definition and then why. SEO is just an acronym that stands for Search Engine Optimization. And it's the process of optimizing your website to get organic or unpaid traffic from the search engine results pages. In order to do this, search engines will scan or crawl different websites to better understand what the site is about. And how they do that is using your sitemap. But SEO is the process of optimizing your website to get traffic from the search engines. All right. And then what are some other ways? I mean, like I do, I have an app. Obviously, I have this podcast. We do blogs. Uh, we do, you know, transcriptions of the, the podcast for, you know, more articles what are the ways can people get a good search ranking? How do they use it? Well, the more you put out there, right, backlinks, when you create this blog, right, this blog, you're going to post somewhere, right, with a link to it. That link that you're posting to you is a backlink. And Google, one of the biggest things, if not in the top three, if not the number one criteria that Google uses is probably backlinks, because that's a vote of confidence. Somebody else has saw what you did, or they're referring it, they're sharing it. So a backlink is huge. So the more backlinks you get, that's really good for you. But about a year and a half ago, two years ago, Google changed the type of backlinks that it gives credit to. So you want to get backlinks, but you want to get quality backlinks that tend to lead 
to business. You know what I mean? If you go to a directory out in uh, India or Russia or Pakistan and somebody says, well, we'll give you 500 backlinks for $300 a month, you know, that's not going to do you any good. But if you have somebody who has a a system and, and they have a bunch of backlinks and they're quality backlinks and they'll put you on that or they'll somehow incorporate you into that, that will certainly help you. But that's that's kind of like, I'm not going to say it's artificial, but if you would the, all these different things you're doing, the blogs, the events, the event pages, your podcast, being interviewed on my radio show, all these are other their links because they will then link back to your website. So there's multiple ways to get uh, backlinks, but uh, backlinks are super important. Explain a little bit more what a backlink is and how you would use it. So like clearly like you're on my podcast and I'm going to be on your radio show. Let's use that as an example. What would the backlinks do and how do you create that? What a backlink is, is uh, it's basically a link back to your website, right? So this podcast episode, when you send me the clip, I will then put it on my website or I will put it on my social media profiles. I'll be doing all of that. And on there, I will have a link on there so somebody can then go back and listen to it. And so this will sit on your website, I assume, right? So when I put that link and say, hey, guys, listen, I was just interviewed here, boom, and they click on it, it goes back to your website. That is a backlink. Okay. So, Ron, that was a lot of the features and the detail, and I know there's just all sorts of technology, I'm going to say, that actually supports a lot of that. And, again, those of you listening, if you think you're going to learn it and it's something that you want to make a career out of, I'd say do it. Otherwise, you hire people like Ron. Um, Ron, at the end of our podcast, is going to give you an eight-part introductory video on how it works by texting a number. So stay tuned for that in a moment. But let's go to benefits, Ron. What are the benefits of SEO as you're, as a business owner, making more money, attracting more clients? Well, how, like, Explain the benefits and how critical it is. I love it. That's probably the best question that uh, people, when they ask me about the SEO, is is that. Uh, At the end of the day, every business owner and entrepreneur, they have a product and they have a service, and they're out there to serve, right? The more we serve, you know, we're not here to sell. You know, technically, if we're selling, it's a totally different conversation. When we serve, you know, it's a different conversation. But when you do your SEO appropriately, you're going to attract many more customers and clients who are looking for your solution. So it's going to help you make a lot more money. What I like to tell people is awareness equals opportunity. If you want to attract, convert, and retain your ideal customer and clients, you have to have some form of SEO because that's going to get you in front of your ideal customer and clients when they're actually searching for your product or solutions. And the best way I think to do it is organically because you can do pay-per-click or you can do organic SEO. Oh, now we're in a good conversation. So talk about the, obviously there's a paid difference in organic, but you know, I think a lot of people that are listening to say, you know, organic's harder to get than you think. So share those distinctions. Okay. There's two different types of main SEO. One is pay-per-click and one is organic. I think organic is a lot better for you, uh, both short and long term. One, it costs less. And two, you actually own it. So it's like the difference between renting and owning is the difference between pay-per-click and organic. 
And some people think it takes you longer to actually get ranked organically. And it, you know, that might be true. But if you're doing it right, I get my clients ranked in a week or two. That's not hard. I mean, once you know what you're doing, right? But with pay-per-click, what happens is you're actually at like an auction. You're asking Google or whatever search engine, how much is it going to cost me? How much do I have to outbid Peter or Paul to have you put me above them on the first page? Well, what happens is over 70%, now these are statistics I read, right? I, I saw 72, but I recently saw 70. 70% of everybody skips past the ads and goes straight to the organic results. So even if you pay, you're only getting 30%. And of those, of the top 10 organic results, 37% are down uh, four through 10. The top three on the organic spots are getting 67% of the action. So you want to be on the first page organically, and you want to be in those that top one, two, or three spot. But definitely, if you're going to do pay-per-click, uh, you know, it's just an auction place. And, and what kind of kills me is that I hear people who do pay-per-click for people and it's like, so what? You know what I mean? You Google, you pay Google three bucks. Google said, give me three bucks and I'll put you there. You gave them three bucks. Where is the skill set there? You know, somebody who's doing it organically and, you know, over time, they're the ones who have the skill set with respect to SEO. And, and ultimately, if you're there organically, people have a higher level of trust because they know you earned it, you didn't buy it. So there's a big difference when people are looking for that's a great, business with. No, that's a great point. So I'm sorry, I just want to clarify more. How can you tell if it's paid for versus organic? Like, that's a great point. You know, you said that they're, you're there organically, you would have higher level of trust. I mean, are there? Yeah, the way you can tell is it will, it will literally have ad at the beginning. If you're Googling, like, I'll just Google right now, plumber in Boston and the first one two plumber Boston mass plumber expert one two three the first four come up as ads at the very beginning and then they'll have the three pack and then they'll have people who have basically earned it uh, sometimes you'll have directories like Yelp and Angie's list and stuff too but the people who have earned it don't have ad at the beginning of their on-page posting so Talk about um, testimonials, because I have a lot of people. I mean, if you go to my web page, right, where people have given me testimonials about all my different, you know, things I do, how it's changed their life, they tend to sit in my website. How can you organically or get them posted where they're actually a link in Google? And I've had other clients ask me the same thing. How do you get a testimonial to post in Google versus just sitting in the backside of a website? Because I think, again, that's going to have way more power. All right. And I agree with you. Uh, one way that you can do it is have your testimonials posted on your site. You know how you post a blog? So it will have, like, my website is RCS Online Solution. So if I was going to put down how SEO works, it would be RCS Online Solutions forward slash how SEO works, right? And then I would take that link. And then I would submit it to Google to be indexed. So now you could do the same thing on your website. So let's say your website, right? And then you have on your testimonial page, post your testimonial as a separate page that will list 
on your testimonial page, just like a blog, you know, you have one blog, two blog, three blogs, right? They all come on your page, but each one is listed as a separate entry, right? And when you do that, then take that URL for each one of your testimonials and then submit it through your Google Analytics to uh, Google to be uh, indexed. Uh, that's huge. And the other thing is, like, I have this site called Friends of RCS, and I refer people on there. They're like my clients. So now if you have these people who are giving you testimonials, you ask them to post the testimonial on their site as well as send it to you so you can post it. But have them post it on their site and have a hyperlink, like when they give your name or your service or whatever they got from you to your site, that will also give you a backlink. Say you have clients and, and you're doing business with them, you could have asked them to create a page of we refer people we like or something like that. So, uh, you know, they're putting down three or four people. Maybe it's a plumber. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's a carpenter. Uh, maybe it's me. Somebody they've done business with, they'll put down a, a testimonial or something on there or they'll ask us for information and we'll create, you know, uh, our logo and, and a little bit about our business, and that will generate a link back to us. But that's a great question. Having your testimonials listed is a great question. You list them individually, and then you take the link, and you submit the link to uh, the search engines for indexing. Great question. Interesting. So what's, like, a big secret? You know, I think uh, most people think that it's untouchable, Right. And the, the, the big corporations that spend, you know, hundreds of thousands a month are the only ones that can do it. So what's the secret? You know, if you're a small, medium sized company that's listening, what's the secret, a strategy, a tool as our kind of last kind of conversation uh, in our podcast that you want to share with folks? Something that like, you know, that most people want to know, but they don't know. All right. Uh, one, I'll tell you that there is no real secret. The truth of the matter is it's it's not as complicated as you think. Uh, Google does change the algorithms frequently, but when it does that, I, as somebody who specializes in SEO, I love it because when Google is changing it, it's changing it for two reasons. One, to create a better user experience for its users, and two, because people have found out or have guessed more than likely successfully, ways to kind of game the system. So when Google changes their algorithms, part of it is to kind of like slap the people who have been doing scammy and spammy things. And what that does is when people are doing legitimate things, it's called white hat uh, tactics, white hat uh, SEO, you either stay the same or you come up and other people who game the system get smashed. So all you really got to do is stick to the fundamentals. Don't worry about Google. They're actually there. They're there and they're helping you when they change the algorithms and they actually tell you what they're doing it and why they're doing it. So it's no great mystery, but just stick to the fundamentals. Do what works, do what's right. You know, if somebody comes up to you and, and gives you some latest pie in the sky way to scam the system, chances are it's not going to work. And if it does work, uh, you're going to get penal. You have a higher chance of being penalized you know, a couple of months down the line, and uh, then that's going to hurt your business. But uh, SEO will make you a ton of money. It will get you out there. At the end of the day, you have to have a product or a service that somebody's looking for. But if they can't find you, they can't consider you, and they can't hire you. My job is I'll get you ranked on the first page of the search engines, often before you even pay me. 
But ultimately, you have to have a product or service that people want. The testimonials you talked about, you know, hopefully you don't have, you know, bad reviews or, you know, you're charging $100 for something somebody's charging $30 for. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you could be your own worst enemy. But SEO is your best friend. It's not there to hurt you. All right. So just give us the text number that folks are to text so they can... To say thank you to Laurel and all her great people, I put together this uh, eight-part series on uh, how eight easy wins for your on-page SEO. It's a video series. I tell you exactly, basically, what you need to do. And then there's uh, in the description, it's all written out in text. So type Laurel, L-O-R-A-L, two nine seven eight three nine three three five four five. Awesome. So once they get that, they will experience uh, some of your technology and get some uh, video help from you. And again, those of you that are listening to the podcast, if you want to uh, reach out to Ron as a personal introduction for me, go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, asklaurel.com. And um, from there, you can ask a question, make a request, get to know more about us. And also, uh, we're going to be moving from asklaurel.com to asklaurel, the app. So go to uh, the iTunes store, the app store, download Ask Laurel. The first thing you'll be getting is a copy of my Millionaire Maker book. You will be getting um, a whole bunch of gifts. And there also is a place in there where you can ask a question and make a request as well. So we'll be moving our communication to uh, the uh, use of an app. And as I end this uh, podcast, Ron, that actually triggers another question. How do apps work inside the search engine? Because it's very, you know, web-driven. So... As I say that, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to move from my AskLaurel.com site to a download of an app. So how does that enter in? Does it affect the SEO? Does it affect the searchability? What, what, what's going to happen then? Because I think so many companies are going to apps as well. Yeah, well, um, one of the things I would say, you know, I just actually typed that in to, to give you a, a more definitive answer from Google itself. Web search engines work by using software to visit web pages and build an index of the information they have and the links between them. A deep link on a mobile web search or in an email, for example, might take you to a specific product, but on a shopping app, it's iffy. I mean, I'll have to look into that a little bit more for you, but um, the apps themselves, I mean, remember the search engines is using software to visit websites, links to them and information they have and links between them, right? So if your app, if it's not indexable, you know, you you have to make sure that it's indexable and uh, follow through with that. And I'll, I'll take care. I will be looking at that for you as an individual. I mean, if you have an app, that's great, but I wouldn't knock down your website. You can put a page to your website inside your app with link, but I would keep some type of an online presence. Oh, absolutely. We'll keep it. Um, but as far as the communication notifications, we're just finding the apps kind of fun and uh, another medium and modality that different groups uh, respond to. So, Ron, we could probably keep talking forever. Um, those of you that are interested, Ron's working with us. You're going to watch um, him do some magic to our SEO and uh, our attraction and conversion to the clients that want to follow us and let us change your life with money. So, Ron, thank you for being on. Look forward to being on your radio show. Uh, one last uh, plug for you. When is your radio show and how can people listen? Because I will be on it March 2nd, I believe, or March 9th, I think. I'm yeah, going to be on your show. Yep, I March believe 9th. you're March 
Yep. It's a, the radio show is called Internet Marketing and Business Solutions with Ronald Cooming. And it's every week, uh, Mondays from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, WCAP 980 a.m. And uh, you can either just go to WCAP 980 a.m. and click live or you can uh, go to iTunes or on the Internet. Uh, so there's multiple ways that you can listen to the radio if you're not in the Boston area. Awesome. Thank you, Ron. And those of you listening to Laurel's Real Money Cox, we will be back next week with more content, more information. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing a legacy series, which is how do you pass on and uh, create the legacy you want, whether that's through a service or something you're putting out into the world and something you're leaving behind or something that you're passing for generational wealth. So stay tuned. We'll be in touch. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth-building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Every week.